I was at a Jay-Z concert last night. Isn't it pronounced Jay-Z? Uh... That's how I've always said it. Yeah, just stick stick to your guns. Do what Is you that do. How, I'm not how here to tell you how to pronounce do things. people actually say yes. Jay-Z? Yeah. Good day to you, sir. Would you like to go to the Jay-Z concert with me? What, what, what? Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. We've recovered from our Thanksgiving feasts. We've come out of our food comas. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net at Howard Magazine's WhatAHoward.com. And I am here with the substantially plumper Ryan Bailey, Theo Messi. Hey. Ryan, how are you doing? What are you wearing? What's going on? I was doing good until I was mortally offended by the uh, <laughs> insinuation I'm plumper, even though I am. I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, uh, I am wearing my favourite headwear. It is my uh, Carolina Gamecocks baseball cap, which just has the word Cox written on it. I went to a college football game. Um, football is the game where you kick the ball, but here it's a different game. American and college means, uh, yeah, college means university. Yeah. So this is it's a different sport I'm talking about here. Uh, so you watched a bunch of middle schoolers play soccer. Something like that. And we did a lot of drinking at like 8 a.m. In a, in a parking lot. It was weird. But um, I, I went and got this baseball cap from my time and saw people walking around unironically with the word Cox written on various pieces of apparel. So I thought, I want me some of that. Getting in on that. Thank you very much. <laughs> you should wear the Cox hat with your Cox Shield Tottenham Hotspur shirt one day. Wow. Multiple Cox. Multi Cox. Surrounded by Cox. Yeah, as always. All right, let's get out of here. Theo, <laughs> how are you? What are you wearing? And what uh, double entendres do you have for us today? No, no, no Cox on Cox for me. Um, <laughs> I'm doing great. I, uh, I'm wearing a, a Jay-Z shirt. I was at a Jay-Z concert last night. Uh, that has nothing to do with soccer, but I just thought, you know, I should share because well, Jay-Z, Jay-Z and, and Theo Messi are, are, you know, audio artists of, of the same level. So Jay-Z you know, is we an Arsenal supporter, that same, isn't he? Nah, I doubt it. I think he's I'm been sure to he, matches. I'm sure he, like, put an Arsenal jersey. I think he's been to the Emirates. So if you've been to a match, you're a, you're a supporter now. Well, there was rumors that he was going to buy the club, I thought. No? Am I making all this up? I don't know. I'm not Jay Z, but we did share. <laughs> we we did share some some energy last night. You know, t- two artists just just making their way in this world. Nice. So, uh, shout out to Jay Z. Isn't it pronounced Jay Z? Uh, so I've always said it. Yeah, just stick stick to your guns. Do what you do. Is that how? I'm not here to tell you how to pronounce things. People actually say Jay Z. Yeah. Good day to you, sir. Would you like to go to the Jay Z concert with me? What? 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 That's what I know that Z is pronounced Z there, but do they even for Jay Z they'll say Z? Yeah. Uh, 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 I do. <laughs> That's all that matters. You stay unique, Ryan Bailey. Music. Yeah. And to he's your a point, of, uh, he knows if he goes things. to if he goes to the Emirates, therefore he's an Arsenal fan. Isn't isn't like Drake? Doesn't he have like a, and Snoop Dogg as well? They both wear a different soccer shirt every week. Yeah, they're fans. Uh, yeah, of there's, no, they're, there's a level of you can like the game of soccer, not not partake in this in this die for your club stuff, and just just wear a jersey if you want. You know. Sure. Apart from if it's uh, for a made up digital player. I respect these these football fans' agency, and uh, they got they got other things to worry about besides the old firm. Although I think Snoop Dogg uh, supports Celtic first and foremost. Well, he supports everyone. <laughs> yeah, but Celtic and the old firm, no Rangers. No, I think he supports both, <laughs> as much as Snoop Dogg supports anybody. 
Mm. He supports everybody. Love. Well, speaking of support, I am wearing my Reno Gattuso shirt in honor of him being Ooh. named the new Milan manager. They couldn't get it done with Montella, so they brought in the beast, Reno Gattuso. He's going to right that ship and get them back on track. Scare him straight. They signed so many great players in the offseason in the summer and uh, just couldn't get it done with Montella. So now Gattuso is going to set him straight. Wow. Is this a bit like when you're at school and there's a cover as a supply teacher and you hope it's the one who won't give you any work and make it really easy and then Gattuso yeah. walks in the door and you're all like, oh, shit. He Do you call down now. substitute teachers supply teachers? Yeah, what do you call them? Substitute, substitute teachers? teachers? Yours sounds okay. like someone that teaches you how to like paint shit. Okay, let me like translate then. Hey, bros, when your substitute teacher comes in and nice. well, you're wearing you the baseball hat so and a razor and a, I don't know, I can't keep that up. Yeah, by the way, Ryan is wearing his baseball cap You look like so. you talk like that. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I've, I've been playing tennis this morning because I'm white and middle class, and that's what I do. So I've been wearing a baseball cap and a hoodie this morning, with, and I'm, with I'm, I'm just, to you. a bit sweaty. backwards Thank cap, very much. yeah. He's yeah. a skateboarder from 1992. How'd you it's hit a bit? tennis. But anyway. My hit was rad, bro. Sick. Anyway, when Gattuso <laughs> was announced as the new manager, he had a great line about how he doesn't even like losing in table football to his son. So he means business. He's here mm. to get it done and uh, watch out. How do um, Adidas feel about you wearing a shirt that isn't hasn't been given to you by them? <laughs> well, I had the new, okay with it. I had the new Predators on. Notice too, how so he I'm... left the sponsor of the shirt out. Yeah, I'm pulling back into this mess, Ryan. Let yeah. him go. Let him live. I, I have the new Predators on, so it's... Stop fucking up my, my man's money. Adidas representation. How are they? Are they nice? Very nice, yeah. They're great. Good. They make yeah. me feel like a Predator, like Gattuso himself. Whoa. I don't whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not, we're not that kind <laughs> whoa, of podcast. Hey. No, not that, not that kind of Predator. We're very it's new in the time. entertainment world, Brooks. Come on. We gotta <laughs> stay, we gotta stay straight. Stay narrow. I already had to burn all my Kevin Spacey DVDs. Don't make me get rid of this podcast, too. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on to... Swiftly. The Dirty Tackle Fantasy League. Sweet, sweet fantasy, Brooksy. Which went quite well for me uh, in game week 13. I was seventh overall in the group. 136.25 points, beating out Mr. Ryan Bailey with 108, nope. Mr. Producer Bobo with 80, and Mr. Theo Messi with an even seven Lacazette points. Okay. But number one, number one overall in the group was Spurs supporter Breezy Griezmann. That's a great name. Ah, I love that. Ah, Breezy Griezmann. With 169.5. So congratulations, Breezy Griezmann. Got it done in lucky game week 13. We're keeping it rolling this week. So join us on the Taga app. Download it if you haven't. If you still haven't after all this time, what are you doing? You're missing out. Yeah, what are you on? on some great I keep fun. thinking it's a it's a foregone conclusion that like I'm never going to set my lineup, but it's only match week 13. You got a lot of time internet, left, Theo. Internet time has like messed us up. Like people are already anointing Man City the new Invincibles. It's not even the Christmas period yet. Yeah, I can still change my lineup. Get rid of the Lacazette strategy. There's a long way to go. Miracles can still happen. Let's 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 turn this thing around, guys. Yeah. Let's turn it around. There's there's more chance of Man City being Invincibles than Theo setting his lineup, though. To be fair, <laughs> good chance of both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Taga app, get on it. 
join us. That is Man City around. being invincible and me not setting my lineup. Good chance of both is what I meant. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so dirty tackles of the week. No more clean handshakes. We're getting back to the dirty tackles to our bread and yeah. butter. Ryan, Gotta get back to our roots. Exactly. So, Ryan, start us off. Who are you dirty tackling this week? Well, I can only follow up my clean handshake of the Daily Mail last week with a dirty tackle on the nation of Poland. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> we here at Dirty Tackle love Poland, the home of Artur Boric, the yeah, we're big Poland saints fans. of Dirty Tackle. How can They're you do that? ally. How can you do Krakow that? is a great crack as well. I love that place. But I do not love how they've been gaming the FIFA uh, ranking system to get themselves a better place in the FIFA draw. So the FIFA World Cup draw, I should say. The draw taking place on Friday hasn't taken place by the time we're recording this. Um, and Poland are in pot one of the draw. So they're in, with all the big dogs in there with, uh, you know, the likes of uh, Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Argentina, Belgium, France, and hosts Russia, who are another absolute dog shit team in pot one, but let's not go into that. Oh, hold um, on. Are you calling Poland dog shit? They're not. No, 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 no. no. They, they, they're, they're gaming the system. Russia, a dog, abject dog shit who I would Polish never want to Polish hot dogs are great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Most of the Polish things are great. But they're, they're, they're gaming at a system here is what I don't like. Uh, basically, the way they've done this is because FIFA's point system, the ranking system, is based on performances over the last four years. And it's weighted over which year is the most recent. Basically, they've managed to bump their ranking up to sixth place because they haven't played any friendlies. So while England are playing money spinners against Germany and France and getting their ranking knocked down and Spain are getting their ranking knocked down the same way... Poland haven't done anything. You only have to play five games a year to get your ranking points. And they've just done it through qualification, which all the big European teams absolutely ace anyway. So there they are. Bingo, bango, pot one. So they've gamed the system. They've done it quite deliberately, not organized any friendlies. I think it's smart. Their last friendly was was November 2016, and it was with Slovenia. Friendlies blow. You hate friendlies. Exactly. Yeah, but... Okay, but... Yeah. Okay. How is yeah. this? Yeah. Ryan, how is this game in the system? So they're they're not doing money spinning friendlies. They're not just yeah. going out to try and make more money. So that's gaming the system. A gaming the system because everybody does friendlies. There's a reasonable expectation that during. You don't want the, money. It's yeah. bullshit. It's not fair. Ryan, just because another country jumps off a bridge doesn't mean that Poland has to. No, it's because they want to be... What I really hope happens is Spain are in pot two because their ranking has dropped down, even though they're Spain and they're really rather good at the moment. I hope that Poland get drawn in the group with Spain. That's what I hope happens. (laughs) Maybe if the US just doesn't play another game ever, they'll let us back in the World Cup. (laughs) Yeah, they'll be number one through not playing. (laughs) They'll they'll give us auto pass to the group and then we'll just start in the knockout (laughs) stage. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe the uh, U.S. can play some games against some terrible Caribbean islands and maybe get a few draws or something might help. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's too complicated. Are you, are you, not, are you are neither of you with me on this? No. I think this is clever. No, I I'm not. I think this is mad smart. Yeah. They know what they're doing in Poland, so congrats. And I think this was all Artur Boric's idea, so good job, genius. Artur. Oh, by the way, I don't see which Paul Italy are in. Which one are they in? <laughs> They're yeah, the one with the U.S. The, the ask you, shirt ask I'm wearing the is an Italy shirt, and it's <laughs> yeah. stained with tears. There you go. But, uh, yeah, okay. So, Ryan is wrong, but uh, Theo, Thank uh, you. let's move on to you. Maybe yours is a little bit better. What's your dirty tackle of the week? Tough sledding for Ryan. You're getting right back into the dirty tackles with the swing and a miss. <laughs> Maybe you should go back to clean handshakes, softy. 
Wow. All right, fine. I'll try now. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to dirty tackle this fuck shit reporter named Benoit Delhautier. Uh, he writes for a paper in Brussels called La Dernière, which <laughs> I think means like La Derriere, which means it's ass. Uh, so basically, he wrote an editorial coming after Yupin coach Claude McAlealy after only two games and 180 scoreless minutes. What? He writes, he writes, Claude, this is by the way, Claude McAlealy, footballing legend, revolutionized the holding midfielder position, an absolute artist on the pitch, one of the smartest, most tactically sound men in the game. This guy writes, Claude, it's not Real Madrid anymore. This is Upin. Keep in mind, Upin is a team I've never heard of before in my life, <laughs> before reading this article. He said, this is Upin, and, and the rules aren't the same. You can't copy and paste them from Real Madrid. You need different tactics, a different plan, because what worked there is not going to work here. Again, I don't know what the fuck a Upin is, and I just think it's outrageous that this guy came after Claude McAlealy after, after two games. Show some respect. I'm pretty sure you just made that club name up. I never heard of that either. No, it's definitely a real club because uh, I found it on Tribal Football. That was my source oh, for this. Was this a Carlos Volcano original? Nah, this oh. was his homeboy riding sidecar, Paul Vegas, short for Paul Las Vegas. Vegas. Paul Vegas. <laughs> Getting crunk on the Tribal Football. Getting crunk on the truth. I mean, uh, to be honest, we are a podcast in which we dirty tackle people and throw criticism at people, and you're going off on someone for rashly criticizing someone which is kind of our brand no i disagree we are righteous in this fight ryan this this mr derriere benoit fuck shit from wherever he's from this is this is not fair to claude mccalele this shows balls this shows benoit balls i think (laughs) so hold on theo are you saying that mccalele delivered two clean sheets in his first two matches uh i think he he has 180 minutes I think I think it means that his team hadn't scored, but maybe there were oh. clean sheets too. I didn't look into the results. To be fair, it would have taken a lot of research because it's only been two fucking games, which well, is what makes me think this is the dumbest editorial ever written in the history of Belgium. And also, are you hiring Claude Makélélé for his attacking prowess? No, you're hiring him for his defensive stability and and locking down the the clean exactly. sheets. Exactly. He's the best thing that's ever happened to Upin. He is since they don't really exist as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, he, he made me hear them. Guys, come on, you Fuck must know Yupin. It's a city municipality in the Belgian province of Liège, 15 kilometers <laughs> from the German border and, and not far from the Dutch border either. How do you not know this? Because we're not reading Wikipedia right now like you are. <laughs> I, I do, but I didn't know until McAlealy showed up. So fuck you, Benoit. How, how was my dirty tackle deemed dumb and he got away with that? Jesus. Because what do you mean? That, was, defending- that was sound. He's defending Claude McAlealy's honor. That's that's against, noble. Against some random on tribal football. Jesus. Yes. No, 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 no. That is so wrong, Ryan. <laughs> Are you not even listening? Tribal football reported on the report. Paul Vegas oh. is not the man to blame here. From Benoit. Paul Vegas brought this tragic piece of writing from this idiot named Benoit to my attention. So shouts <laughs> to tribal football. Paul Vegas. Carlos Volcano, the whole gang. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. Okay, well, I'm going to get things back on track here with the best dirty tackle of the week, guaranteed. Uh, circle things back to Poland. Mr. Robert Lewandowski, his his wife, Anna Lewandowska, who is a karate expert and nutrition specialist, by the way. So she spoke uh, yeah. to Business Insider 
She was talking about Robert's footballing future and where his journey might take them. And she had some interesting quotes. She said, quote, I think that we will spend some time in the United States. We dream of Los Angeles, and we would love to develop our brand there. So it's not, you know, L.A. seems beautiful. We want to live there. It seems great. Uh, MLS is up and coming. Let's let's go to MLS and, and build soccer in America. No, it's we want to develop our brand there. Hell yeah. She, she continues, we hope that Robert will end his professional career at a Los Angeles-based club. We already say that this would be our dream. Our goal is to build a strong, honest, and stable brand under the name The Lewandowski's. <laughs> we want to create a third brand and this time together. We are aware of our strengths, and we know we can not only use it for business, but also for good things like education and social welfare. I don't know how that has to do with anything. The time for a Lewandowski brand back is to the now. Brand. The time for a Lewandowski brand is now. Brian, the time for yeah. Bobo to add a ding-ding every time the word brand is said yes. is now as well, because that was outrageous. <laughs> Ryan, I know that you're on board with this one, uh, Mr. Anti-Modern Football, and this is the modern footballiest, because that is just absurd. I mean... Yeah. No, can't you relate? Like, growing up, like, you want to meet a nice girl, fall in love... And form a brand a foreign together. country, yeah. build your brand together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make the brand really strong. Say the word brand a bunch of times together. I mean, and also remember, a big point here is that this isn't Cristiano Ronaldo. This isn't Leo Messi. This is Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, what who? brand? What unique brand does Robert Lewandowski have? I mean, I when know you he just pair a karate champion model with a top striker that no one's heard of. You get the Lewandowski. I know Lewandowski just bleached his hair to make himself look like a, an anime character. But what unique brand does Robert Lewandowski have? I mean, come on. Do you reckon when, you know, when we sit down at the dinner table with our partners or significant others, we might talk about how your day was or if you want to go see a movie. These two probably sit down and say, let's discuss synergized marketing and how we're going to push our brand forward. <laughs> oh, it's just so soul crushing. Robert, pull out version 77 of the PowerPoint now. <laughs> By the way, I didn't realize in Poland, uh, surnames, um, do they have genders? Lew- Lewandowski and Lewandowski. That's, that's interesting. It seems like. Yeah, that's cool. It's all part of the brand, bro. Exactly, yeah. Learning yeah. languages. someone with a similar surname. Education. To synergize that brand. It's all yeah. on point. So MLS, watch out. The Lewandowski brand is coming at you. Uh, LAFC or, or LA Galaxy. His contract isn't up until 2021 at Bayern, so it's going to be a little little time. But Will our favorite LAFC manager still be in charge then to make a plea from him by that point? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, Bob Bradley probably wants to. No. <laughs> uh, no, that's classic. Like, you got to let the brand marinate in Germany for a little bit before you bring it stateside. That's, that's marketing 101. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's just so sad. That's wonderful. That's what no one's about. brand will ever surpass my hype beast brand in LA. If Robert comes comes into town wearing his Marco Royce haircut and a black track <laughs> jacket and black sweatpants, nobody will ever notice him. They'll just be fixated on my big, bald, beautiful head. <laughs> yeah, Bob, are you intimidated by this? By the Lewandowski's coming and take over LA? Absolutely not. Blow up your spot? No? Nobody blows up Bob's spot. <laughs> Well, you got neighbor Peter Ariello to back you up, too. So. <laughs> Peter's back in Jersey. Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I ain't got no neighbors. I just see the Pacific Ocean. 
Your only neighbor is the ocean. Flex. <laughs> oh, okay. On that note, let's uh, let's take a break and, and uh, hear from our sponsor. All right, you soft fuckers. Jack McPine Snackle here. You might know me as the Huddersfield Town Tourism Officer. You might have bought me CD singing some Will Smith songs a little while ago. I'm pretty talented, man. But I'm here today to talk to you about the Dirty Tackle Podcast. It's the greatest brand since the Lewandowski's. And we're trying to make it bigger around here. What we're trying to do is get you to sponsor us on Patreon. I say us because I'm apparently part of the team now. I didn't mix up my pronouns accidentally there. Now, uh, pa- <laughs> patreon.com slash dirty tackle is the website I want you to go to. Point your internet machine there and you can put down $5 if you want to listen to Extra Time where you hear loads of extra shite every week. Don't know what it's about. Don't really care. Put down $10. I don't know how much that is in real money. You'll have to work it out yourself. Don't sound like very much to me though. Hey, up. And you get yourself a Dirty Tackle t-shirt. These things are top quality. They're almost as good as Huddersfield Town shirts, but, you know, they're nicer colours. They're black rather than horrible blue and white stripes. Let's not go there. Patreon.com slash Dirty Tackle. You'll make me dreams come true if you click on that website with your internet machine. Thank you very much. Jackman Pie Snackle. Bye. <laughs> Now fuck off the lot of you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your favourite segment of the Dirty Tackle Podcast. Little old segment I like to call True Oh Yeah! We call it True Are You Too. The rules are very simple, ladies and gents. I'm going to read out true. some statements. Some of them are true, some of them are false. Brooksy and Theo, we have to decide which is which. Are you ready, boys? Ready. And I can say that Ryan is ready, too, because he has turned his head around, front-facing, so that we can now see his cocks. It's game time. My cocks are on display, all of them, and we're going to start off with this one. Uh, it is. Oh, it has been, uh, in the week, the Eagles Seagulls derby. Crystal Palace against Brighton in the Premier League. But... There's lots of theories about why these two teams are rivals because they're, you know, they're about 50 miles apart. No intrinsic local derby going on there. Is this true or false? Are they rivals because Brighton did a poo and left it on the floor of the away changing room the last time they played? Is that true or false? Close. False because they're just both shit. Okay. Well, both bird shit. Um yeah, no, both being that's, that's why I was close. Yeah, he was he was hovering around the right topic, but no, they're they're rivals because they're shit. No, I say uh, someone did a number one on the pitch and spelled out uh, uh, the other team sucks in P. It's mm. a long P. Adam Sandler, yeah. the longest P. Held it in for a while. Yeah. Well, ladies and gents, this one is in fact true. Now, I'm not saying this is why the rivalry started. There's many theories as to why it started. Uh, they, back in the day, <clears throat> excuse me, in the 70s, oh, I've really got to stop doing Jack McPyre's knuckle. <coughs> back, in the, um, back in the 70s, they That's were... That's what you call um, it these days. <laughs> their managers, uh, Terry Venables and Alan Mullery, had a big rivalry. Uh, a little while ago, uh, Henry Hewton of Crystal Palace uh, broke someone's leg uh, of Brian Henry Hewton, Chris Hewton's brother, by the way, uh, that ended someone's career. So there's been lots of nasty things over the years. But more recently, in the Gus Poirier Brighton era, the, someone took a took a deuce on in the away changing room at the Amex Stadium when Palace arrived, and 
this one was not perceived very well by Crystal Palace. And that's one of the big reasons why they hate each other, apparently. It doesn't get nastier than a poop on the floor. I know. I'm on Team Crystal Palace. There was some weirdo in a no-name number seven uh, Brighton American Express shirt behind me at this concert last night, and he was pissing me off, so go Crystal Palace. There was a Brighton shirt at a Jay-Z concert yeah, how very weird far is away that? from Brighton. I bet he pronounced well, it Jay-Z. No, he was American. I bet he doesn't know what Brighton is. I think he works for American Express. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. He was also straight up by himself with, like, no other souls accompanying him. Maybe, so. uh, are you sure it wasn't Fatboy Slim? He's a very famous Brighton fan. I don't know what he looks like, but if he looks like an absolute pencil pusher nerd face, then yes, maybe. <laughs> he does. He, he does. does. Yeah, he actually does. <laughs> okay. The case is open. There you go. All right, that was uh, the Ego Seagulls derby taken care of. Next up for you, we're going to go to Spain, Luis Suarez. He told a referee uh, in the last uh, in last week's game against Valencia, he said, you shit yourself, you fucking midget. Is that true or false? <laughs> was he accusing that of happening or is that like a name calling thing? Uh, I'm saying that Luis Suarez said that to a official on the sidelines. I'm assuming this was in relation to the disallowed goal that uh, Barcelona had ah. in the last match. So we like, yeah. You can make assumptions, better. Brooks, but they make an ass out of you and me. Never assume. Since there's, since there's no goal line technology in La Liga yet, I'm going to say this is true. Although it's very surprising that Suarez is using his words instead of his teeth now. I, I believe it's true. Mm. Yeah, I'll say that's true. That's a good burn if it is true. Flamed him. Is it a good you burn? You shit though? yourself, you fucking midget. Is that what he's saying? Not. Yeah. We, we, don't, uh, we don't. No, no, no. I don't condone midget, but like yeah, you shit yourself is M a good word. burn. No, no, no. I'm cutting the M word off. The right. M but word. you shit yourself. That, that's a good flame. Should he have said imp? What is it? There's an imp on Game of Thrones, isn't it? Is that a more correct term? Uh, Definitely in not. Game of Thrones, maybe. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway. Little, people. little linesman people. <laughs> it's been a terribly politically incorrect Brooks, episode it's, already. It's little, little assistant referee people. Get it right, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I little flag man, you shit yourself. <laughs> All right, this one is actually true. Well, according to the lip readers who saw uh, Luis Suarez say these words to the, assist, uh, to the assistant referee after Luis, uh, Lionel Messi's quite clear goal was disallowed in that Valencia game. There's no VAR in Spain. I think they're Not instead. Yet, next season. Well, no, they're actually opting for VAS, video assisted Suarez monitoring, where they're just <laughs> going to make sure he doesn't swear or bite people or cheat horrendously or say racially insensitive things to uh, Patrice Evra. And he's none of that stuff. So VAS is the system that's going to be brought in there. <laughs> this is a big step up for, for Suarez, even though he had the, uh, the little person slur in there. He didn't use his teeth, he didn't racially abuse anybody. That's, it's baby steps for him. Slowly but surely, he's improving. He's slowly but sure, uh, surely becoming almost half decent person. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Next this up is here, a very shit centric uh, true Arya so far, right? It I'm is indeed. To see where this goes? The cock, the cock's hats just put me in a mood. Can't tell you why. You shit through your cock. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? I know how the anatomy works. Thank you very much. And on that cock note, shit get banged. On that note, Arsene Wenger. He has taught his Arsenal players in training, how to knit. Is that true or false? Well, I have actually seen photos of people in the stands at the Emirates knitting during matches. <laughs> so I think the next logical step is, yes, Wenger teaching his players how to knit. Mm. Yeah, I say true. Oh, God. It's Arsene Wenger. Damn, really? 
Knitting? Knitting. No, that can't, that can't be true. It's That's a hard, false. you know, it's a difficult discipline. He probably, he can't even get those players to, like, run sprints, let alone knit. Come on. And you know that Olivier hey. Giroud wants to knit something, a nice scarf or something. Maybe a, maybe a cap for his meaty French forehead. <laughs> uh, this one is actually true. Um, Jesus But it Christ. was for a charity. roll. Yeah, there you go. It was for a charitable cause, yeah, you're, though. You're um, butter, baby. Save the Children is a charity in the UK which uh, helps save animals. Just kidding. It saves the children. And uh, they've been a global <laughs> partner of Arsenal uh, since 2011, apparently. And they're raising money by, it's called something like Knitted Jumper. Jumper is what we call uh, a sweater in the homeland. And a sweater. So Arsene Wenger's done a funny little video encouraging people to knit sweaters. And uh, that's what Arsenal get up to these days when they're not losing Europa League games or being underwhelming. Next up. Or winning NLDs. Hey, they beat Spurs. Yeah, they beat Spurs. That's Give true. That. Well, let- NLDs nuts. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. And we all know what happens to Arsenal then. Sure. All right. They, they knit sweaters. They do. They knit sweaters and they help because save the cold. children raise money. See, they're That's... preparing for the winter. They're going to keep themselves warm with their, their self-knitted sweaters. And, Brooke, speaking of keeping warm, let's go to Qatar now, where the 2022 <laughs> World Cup will be Ooh, held. Sweating already. One of the stadiums there, there are going to be eight brand new stadiums. One of them... If they finish them on time. One of them is going to be made entirely out of old boats and ships. Is that true or false? <laughs> remember you know uh the emirates and that kind of region of the world you know shipping ports trading lanes all that kind of stuff makes sense well i i want to say false because that's just ridiculous but on the other hand i do remember when they made their proposal for the world cup hosting duty they said that they would build these stadiums and then ship them off to other countries that could use them because ah. uh, obviously they don't, they don't need all these stadiums you know going forward so I'm going to say true because that would be one way to then ship it off. Literally, what do you think they're making into one giant else. ship that they just push into the ocean? <laughs> yeah, wow. just push in the ocean. Yeah, that would be lit. <laughs> yeah, floating that could be stadium solution. So I'll say I'll say true. <laughs> Actual shit. ship stadiums. I'll true. say false. They took design cues from that shipping heritage that you mentioned, Ryan Billy Music. But yeah. no, it's not made out of old wood planks and such. I didn't say, like, old wooden ships, you know, more modern ones. <laughs> old pirate ships. <laughs> you said old ships, man. What are old ships made out of? Wood. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I liked some of your logic there, Theo, but not all of it. This one is actually false, but the Raz Aboud Stadium in Doha is going to be made from shipping containers. Not ships, shipping containers. Done a little trick oh, there for cool. you. So it is, uh, it's going to be a stadium that they can take apart afterwards because obviously all these stadiums are only going to be used for this tournament and never for anything else afterwards. So it makes sense to make them out of materials and things that you can reuse again. So that's going to be happening. Isn't that fun, everybody? Yay for FIFA. They've done such a service to, to the game the by putting the tournament <laughs> in this fucking desert. What a great move by them. Well done. The- Theo, your, your mention of old pirate ships gave me the idea of having... Uh a plank in the stadium so when a team loses and gets eliminated from from the world cup they have to walk the plank mm. that'd be sick maybe uh, the Lewandowski's should have one or instead of and, uh, shootouts there could be like sword fights atop it between the captains <laughs> that would be cool would anything be to cool. stop shootouts stop shootouts 2018 that's my platform wow what's your beef what's your beef yeah what's, what's wrong with shootouts they fucking suck they're the worst way to end a game what would be, what's better 
a sword fight between the captains on a plus trip. <laughs> okay, you said that. Yeah, that's that's true. I think the best way to solve it is to see which players have the best brands uh, at the end. Yeah, a so brand that's why, off. You know, you always want to have Lewandowski <laughs> on your side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got a strong brand, that guy. <laughs> Let us go to Germany for our next Truaya. Uh, Schalke in the Rhine region. They played the Riviera Derby last week against their fierce rivals, Borussia Dortmund. It was a crazy batshit crazy game, ended 4-4. They came back from 4-0 down. They are now selling commemorative T-shirts to celebrate no. a 4-4 draw <laughs> on their official no. club site. True or false? Uh... That's a Spurs move. I say false. Spurs has has a lock on that kind of thing. I say, I say no, false, false as well, but they are selling shirts with that tweet on it where uh, the Dortmund dude was like drinking the tea at halftime when they were up 4-0, and then they tweeted back at them You know when they tied it up. I bet they're making a shirt out of that and using that to, uh, to run up some racks and, and get some coin. This one is 100% true. If you go to store.schalke04.de, you you can see the Derby t-shirt available in small to triple XL for the larger gentleman or lady. Uh, 19.95 euros it's going to cost you. It says, Derby Ziga, fear, fear. And it's got a man pulling out his shirt, Superman style, to reveal the Schalke logo on it. So yeah, this is worse than Spurs celebrating with DVDs. This is worse than New Zealand releasing their undefeated DVD after drawing all their World Cup games. This is, uh, <laughs> this is the Derby amazing. t-shirt. Isn't that fantastic? Are you guys? sure they didn't put that out before the Derby? Because I don't hear there's any like 4-4 stuff on there. You know, maybe maybe we got our timelines mixed up. Uh, no, it specifically says 4-4 on it. it says oh, it does. It. Yeah, and the date. Yeah, that's, that's batshit crazy. They shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. It is. Well, they're doing it, and I so bet they sad. sell some. This is the yeah, Schalke. Uh, if you refer back to a few episodes ago, I think it was Schalke who put a microchip in their shirt where you could order stuff yes. from the, you can order concessions in the concessions, stadium. Concessions, yeah. So they do. Uh, they are one step ahead when it comes to <laughs> screwing their Schalke, fans. Just do less with apparel. regards to shirts, please, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it would be good if you could use your shirt to buy this shirt. That would be awesome. You probably could. You can yeah. buy it at the club shop there you with go. your other shirt. There you go. More than football shirts people. on shirts. This is why I hate this game. All right, one more Truaya <laughs> for you. There was a Bosnian team who played in the week. Uh, the game was snowy. It was almost snowed off. And to try and avoid it being snowed off, they got all the balls together and spray painted them red. Is that true or false? Uh, true. Because I think this is a extra time topic that we're going to talk about a little bit later. So oh, it is? True. It is. I think it's true. I don't know what kind of paint they used if you're going to be a dick and be like, oh, no, they used acrylic. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why Bob Bradley is refereeing this segment now. But... <laughs> Uh, it's, paint it's true and if you look at the the picture it's it's so dumb that they did this like it's not even close to looking like it's ever gonna work it's just a <laughs> it's a wild abuse of being a referee in power and telling some some underling to go paint the balls red. it looks awesome red ball, blood red balls yeah awesome. but like when was that ever gonna work yeah it, it looked like those... like uh wilson from that movie with tom hanks has been massacred on the floor it does look pretty <laughs> yeah. ugly. his whole family just strewn out dead <laughs> Yeah, and obviously this one is true. I've no flies on you two with this story, uh, but the game still didn't go ahead, and we can talk more about that in extra time. Jack McPie-Snackles told you all about that. Let's move on to the next segment. That was True Aria. The winner, as always, is me because I didn't keep the score. Thank you very much. Oh. Well, the winner is definitely not Schalke. 
because they're going to no, they're, they're huge losers. Well, they are going to be the winners when they're selling 20 euro t-shirts apiece to all their fans who will probably buy these in their droves. <laughs> they should have just made a Weston McKinney shirt. Would have sold way more. Yeah. They probably do. Weston McKinney. Yeah, they probably do. That's true. They should have called Good the point. American Wonder Boy Darby. I would have bought one of those. <laughs> Hello. I am most popular comedian in Russia, an actual bear who mows people to death. Welcome to 2018 World Cup Draw. For first time ever, we will be using new technology to make draw. Tested in American election, the Putinator is computer that is perfect every time and never wears shirt. The Putinator will only be used to select Group A. All other groups do not matter. We begin. First team in Group A, imminent champion Russia. Second team in Group A, Arshovania, new country started by Andrei Arshoven given special exemption in World Cup. Third team in Group A, Sesame Street. Fourth team in Group A, England, the least intimidating of all. That is draw. Any question about putting it in methods can be directed to me, Funny Bear, who molds people to death when they ask about Putinator. Good night and congratulations to Russia on winning 2018 World Cup. All right, well, let's do some wildlife ref shit. Yeah, let's it's do some wildlife ref, ref shit. It's the life ref. He refs your life up. So you better watch out He's gonna officiate your life, life, life. Cause you don't play by the rules But you should Gonna lose my voice For the end of the show It's the life ref It's like the life ref Mike Dean I'ma run over and I'ma scream And I'ma make a big scene It's the life wow. ref Mike Dean Somebody picked up some tricks from the JZ concert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that was cool. Yeah, um, wow. All right, what's our first topic? All right, I'll jump in here with the first topic on Life Ref. Um, something happened, guys, in the J League. And I think this oh, is something yeah. that should happen in all games henceforth. In all walks of life. Before the game, you know, in the traditional part before a game, all the teams line up and they have their handshakes and the referee gets the ball. In this particular game, there was a monkey. In the shirt, handing over the ball to the referee. Now, I think that monkeys should be involved in as many things as possible in life. <laughs> yeah. And this was uh, this was Cerezo Osaka, which I think is that Lucas Podolski's team. I think it might be his team. Um, and Theo, is that the club that sure. you support? Because I know Jay League is sure. a his, jam. Theo, his, his I only follow South enough. Korean football because the of only my German. I respect Hyundai Hyundai Lewandowski because his brand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, this is uh, Osaka, and they, they decided to have a macaque monkey deliver the ball to the referee. Now, I think this needs to be a thing across all of soccer. I think, you know, Premier League should have, each ground should have its own monkey. Wembley should have its own monkey for international games. You know, this should be across the board. Well, Ryan, we let's set the scene here. So this monkey is in full kit, uh, yeah. on a leash with its handler. And Correct. It did a little juggling with the ball first, did some little kick-ups and some tricks, yep. and uh, then picked up the ball, handed it to the referee, and then just tried it off like the boss that, yeah. that he or she and then is. Lu- 
And then Luis Suarez came along. Luis Suarez came along and went, "You shit, you fucking midget!" And then walked off. <laughs> no, as we all know, Suarez is very in favor of touching the ball with your hands. This uh, is true. <laughs> so Even this he monkey was, here, boys. He was in favor of that. Yeah. But, Ryan, this is a massive play on for me. This is I like I like what you said. Monkeys should be involved in way more things. Uh, yeah. It was crazy how like. I mean, I know, I mean, we've all taken science classes before and, and learned about Darwin, but, like, this monkey was so, so human-like. Like what Brooks <laughs> said, he, he literally did some keepy-ups then just picked up the ball and, like, the coolest customer around just just trotted to the to the center line, handed it to the ref. The ref was like, do I take this? Do I bow? Do I, I'm not sure what to do. I've never been in the presence of such an amazing <laughs> monkey. Eventually, he took the ball and they got it going, and then the monkey just walked off like couldn't be bothered he was on to his next job at that point his next goal in life his next goal being to uh throw some shit around in the brighton away changing room callbacks people callbacks <laughs> i mean i mean we all know that arsenal arsene wenger has ties to the j-league used to coach there so i think he's probably has seen this monkey and will sign this monkey as a mesut ozil replacement in the summer uh so watch out for monkeys in the prem so the, the question is here at the World Cup next summer, do we have monkeys in every game or Russian bears bringing the ball on? Any kind of animal I'm down for. I like bears too. Bears would be, mm. well, that would be dangerous. But uh, It'd be terrifying. I'd like to see it. Yeah, it really would be. That it's would be tough even... for these kids because usually this is the job of like a little kid to bring the ball. At first I thought you were calling this little kid a monkey, which wouldn't have been nice. But, <laughs> you know, I, I got to side with monkeys over little kids at this point. You know, I, we've seen the little kids for years now bringing the ball out. Never seen one as cool as this monkey, so... <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm with yeah. you. Let's make the I'm change. This is this is a big universal play on, and uh, I can't wait to see Vladimir Putin ride in on a giant bear shirtless at the World Cup opening ceremony next year. It's going to happen. It's lit. Yeah. Play on. More monkeys. Yeah. All monkeys all the time. The Ross Geller in all of us, he of pet monkey fame, is coming out Marcel, and playing Marcel on all this the monkey. one, guys. Marcel the monkey. Homer Simpson had a monkey in one episode as well. He that did. Was he also a good had episode. a pet pig. Yeah, monkeys in are everywhere. Monkeys are sick. Yeah. It's true. It's true. What's the next More life? More monkeys. Case, 2018. Yes. That's my. That's my new platform. Theo, what's the next life ref case? The next life ref case. There's a story on ESPN FC. Uh, nope. Exciting. Not FC anymore. Nope. 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 It's just ESPN. Nope. They killed the FC. What? Just ESPN. This is he did to me. So he did. Former, the artist formerly known as ESPN FC. The artist formerly known as SoccerNet.com. Oh, RIP SoccerNet. That was that was my jam. SoccerNet. Yeah. I was sad to see it go. Don't worry, though, Theo. You'll still be able to hear Craig Burley's 100% correct opinions at all times. <laughs> They've just slightly changed the website. It's crazy that you know if you if you say something with enough force that is so dumb that they'll just believe that it's fact. It's great. Um, um, you know what, guys? I think we should have monkeys in every game. There you go. <laughs> As, See, yeah. it's true. Craig, I fucking agree with you, so that's great. <laughs> Craig Burley, being a former Chelsea player, I'm entertained by him. I don't mind him. Uh, that's my hot take for the week. Real quick, though, okay. why did they drop Play the on FC? Craig just because mad websites have FC now, and then, like they're trying to make their brand stronger, like the Lewandowski's? I think because they, <laughs> they're doing so many cuts at ESPN that they just... Uh, axe the FC too it was too expensive they should have called it ESPN Lewandowski yeah Ooh, don't give that's an easy URL that flies off the fingers don't give the Lewandowski's any ideas they could, they could <laughs> try that one. Oh no don't make their brand no more stronger they're already too strong <laughs> alright anyway so, back to our life ref yeah as I was saying 
So there's a story out, Pep, of the undefeated Manchester City record-breaking team that's won 18 in a row now. No, they drew against Wolves, but continue. They drew against Wolves, but continue at time of recording. (laughs) So Pep Guardiola, he says that when the January transfer Mageddon window... Fire up your guitars, rolls around. Woo! Less than five weeks to go! I'm gonna... Okay, so basically what he said was he's gonna give his players uh, a say in if they should buy more players, if they should sell more players in the window. The team's playing so well, the chemistry is so good that he says that his players should have a say in these kind of matters. Gents, what do you think? Should the manager be involving players in matters of transfermageddon? No! <laughs> How about no, you crazy Spanish bastard? To quote um, Dr. Evil there. Um, no, why on earth would you do that? But it's basically us saying, hey, we pay you a lot of money to play football each week. Would you like us to come and bring someone else in to take your job? Would you like that? Yes or no? Just let I us know. know. What player is going to be like, yeah, yeah, boss, I think you should sell me in the window? I think you should just put me on the bench for a little while. Yeah. I don't deserve <laughs> it. I'm kind of tired of playing, so just, you know, just get rid of me. Well, I think the hope would be that the players will tell you who could fit with their existing system, who could fit with the existing group, and add something to that. that Why would the they hope. know that more than the manager? Exactly. Well, that the is the hoping director. But in this zero-sum game of a football team, what player would be willing to add another member to the boat that would take away from your playing time? I just don't see it. But maybe as a gesture, it's, it's valuable in Pep Guardiola's case. Yeah, this is a big red card for me too. But this is actually... Uh, a little bit of real life imitating art because this scenario takes place in FIFA 18's The Journey. You know, we've talked before about the Alex Hunter abomination. Don't know what that is. So, no spoilers. So this is, oh yeah, this is a big spoiler alert if you haven't ah, played it. Here. I'm not playing The Journey. But so I've played forward and when we last left it, I told you about the uh, failed move to Real Madrid and how the agent was talking to a fake Real Madrid rep. Well, now... You move to a new club after the LA Galaxy debacle, and after like two matches, your your manager comes to you as Alex Hunter and says, Alex, who do you want to play alongside you? Who should we sign? And your options are... Uh, Robert Lewandowski. Thomas Muller. <laughs> Josie Altidore. Antoine Griezmann. Or uh, Deli Ali. So you, uh, Galaxy? Galaxy? you, you as Alex Hunter, eight, 19-year-old Alex Hunter... Been with the club for two matches, gets to choose who they sign. <laughs> it's, a ter- it's a terrible precedent to set. Who they spend like a hundred million euros on to sign, and uh, this is basically what Pep Guardiola is doing in real life. Don't let Neymar at PSG hear this; he's getting jealous already. So Pep is taking his cues from FIFA 18, and that's a big red card. It's the next bit in the journey that uh, you wake up and you realize you're just a kid and you're late for school because <laughs> yeah. that sounds completely nonsense I haven't to finished me. it yet, so that might, be, that might be the, the end of it, yeah. It was all a dream. <laughs> a ridiculous, <Jesus>. absurd dream. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's a red card. Pep, what are you doing? Yeah, don't do that, Pep. I'll caution it. He, he probably knows what he's doing because the team's playing so well, but it does seem a bit odd. I guess you can caution it by he's like saying the right things. He's giving the team confidence. Right. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to follow through. But, but he's kind of saying the right things. Here. Sure. But in an age where there's so much fear about players having too much power, I mean, we saw what player power can do at, at Chelsea uh, back in the John Terry, Frank Lampard, Didier Drogba age. Could you imagine if they had given them control over new signings too? I mean, that seems like yeah, that would be too much. 
It might actually be putting stress on them as well. City are famous for having that office where players can go and have their teeth cleaned for them and go buy them cars and book them restaurants and do anything they want outside of kicking a ball. So if you tell Raheem Sterling that he's got to, you know, <laughs> to do transfer strategy as well. He's like, be oh, like, shit, I just figured this football yeah, thing yeah. out. I only just figured out how to be good at being a forward. Now you want me to be doing the <laughs> transfer? He'd just go well. ask oh. the concierge. He'd have the concierge oh, do it for Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just go straight to the concierge. Yeah, so yeah can you book me a... I need you to order me a pizza for tonight. I need you to get my mum another diamond encrusted sink. And oh yeah, can you look at our transfer, uh, January uh, spending options, please? Thank you very much. <laughs> Good stuff. Did you say diamond encrusted dick? Sink. Sink. Oh, I didn't say dick. You You've think been Ryan, Ryan Sterling's mum has a diamond encrusted dick? I don't know. She might dirty, do. Dirty, dirty Ryan boy. Ryan is wearing a cox hat. I don't that know. That brings what's that brings here. the end of regular time. I can't let him play on like this. <laughs> Straight red card from the life referee to, to Brooks Peck for thinking Raheem Sterling's mum has a diamond encrusted dick. That's all, folks. See you in extra time. Oh, okay. In extra time, we'll be discussing. The only thing that. that makes football worth playing, according to one uh, ex-pro. Ex we'll talk more about the Sarajevo Derby's blood red balls, uh, keeping on <laughs> our genital bent here. Jeez, this is so bad. And we'll also discuss who will save Everton's season. Someone has to do it. Someone has to do it. I know so, two guys that could do it. Thank you to producer Bobo, our favorite Everton supporter. Bobo! Hopefully we'll get some answers for him in extra time. Bobo skidipidapi. On social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter, I am at BrooksDT. Ryan, what is your Twitter handle? Uh, you can find my tweets and my blue tick at Diamond Encrusted Dick. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, Theo... What is your Twitter handle, and is it penis-related? No, it's at TheoMessyDT-related. Tweet me there. Good. All right, everybody. We'll see you in extra time or next time, but we'll be seeing you. But just remember, time is a construct, and we don't need to believe in it. That's why we go extra. See you there. Time is a circle. Yeah, we'll time is a flat there. circle. And we're all just wasting time until we die. Bye. Good night. <laughs> night. Load of whistle. Load of whistle.